morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, August 10th. It's National Lazy Day, believe it or not. And daysoftheyear.com says it's a day you can celebrate without getting up from the sofa. However you like to get a little extra rest and relaxation, this might just be the perfect day. Also, there is a big birthday for a major superhero who first appeared on this date in 1962. Can you guess who it is? I'll have that answer ahead. But first, let's check out the forecast now over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Wednesday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Sovon here. Warm and muggy out the door this morning. Plenty of sunshine early today. will be partly cloudy. Small chance of rain by lunchtime with a few hit or miss storms around this afternoon. High temperatures today getting up in the low to mid 90s. It is going to be a hot afternoon. Tomorrow hot as well at 92 degrees. Then a cold front heads our way. That's going to bring in more clouds and a better rain chance on Friday. The good news is it looks like this front makes it through here, which is going to do a couple of things. Dry us out for the weekend, bring in lower humidity and dry Drop the temperatures a few degrees. Highs will be in the upper 80s with morning lows around 70 on average. Some inland spots will be in the 60s for morning lows over the weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Lowcountry's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here's a check of your morning headlines. Dorchester County deputies say multiple charges are expected for a man who briefly escaped custody at Somerville Medical Center. Officials say that man led multiple agencies on a chase last night and is being charged with escape, failure to stop, and grand larceny. It all started when Jerron McCants was detained yesterday afternoon by Somerville police during a traffic stop which showed he also had a warrant from Dorchester County. According to officials, he was taken to Somerville Medical Center, and while he was receiving medical attention, deputies say he fled the hospital. Now, we received multiple calls about the chase along Latson and Dorchester and Old Trolley Roads. Officials are still working on logistics, but eventually authorities say McCants went into the Quell Arbor neighborhood where he then stole a blue box truck. That's where this video from a viewer's doorbell security camera shows that chase happening. Dorchester County deputies got in a low-speed pursuit where they eventually stopped on Racket Lane, just off Honeysuckle Lane. The suspect is in custody and multiple other charges are expected. Now, a man facing multiple charges after a shooting last Monday. Jail records show 19-year-old Brandon Simmons is charged with attempted murder and possession of a weapon during a violent crime. According to Charleston police, officers were called to Harris Street just after midnight, August 1st. Once on that scene, officers found a man on the ground with an apparent head injury. Police say Simmons shot the victim. He remains behind bars on a $105,000 bond. North Charleston police continue to search for the person responsible for injuring two people late Monday afternoon. Police are looking for, as we said, the person or people responsible sh for shooting two people near a bunch of restaurants and hotels. 
near Northside Drive and Ashley Phosphate Road. At this time, police have not named a suspect. This afternoon, Charleston's Board of Architectural Review is discussing plans for a $24 million affordable housing project on King Street. That 55-unit project will run along the low line and connect the new development to the rest of the city. Molly McBride joining us live. And Molly, what do the city say they hope will come of this particular project? Good morning. Good morning. The project will include studios all the way up to three bedroom units. The city says the project wants to address affordability on all income spectrums. The project will sit off of King Street near Angle Street. It'll be intended for people who make 30% or less of the median in income all the way up to those who make 80%. Right now, it is still in its preliminary design phase, but assuming they continue to meet requirements, the developers say they want to start construction within the first quarter of next year. The city contributed the land and $1.5 million toward the project. The rest of the funding comes from other sources, including the Low Income Housing Tax Credit Program. I spoke to Robert Summerfield, Charleston's Director of Planning, Preservation and Sustainability, who says the city has lost a significant population on the peninsula, many of which contribute to the service industry in the city of Charleston. He says it is a, an exciting project and he hopes it'll reactivate the low-line area. 55 units of affordable housing that will be right adjacent to the low line. Not only is it an affordable housing project, which is great, but it also will kind of create some activation and some, some utilization between the project and the development um, and the low line. The developers say if all goes as planned, they hope to begin leasing units in summer of 2024. Today's meeting is at 4.30 p.m. at 2 George Street. Reporting live on King Street, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. All right, some good news there. Thank you, Molly. Well, the town of Mount Pleasant has voted to advance a town noise ordinance. The first reading of the proposed ordinance passed in a 6-2 vote at town council last night. This comes after a 90-day pilot program ended last week. Now, council members say most complaints under the 55 decimal level were from lawn equipment, traffic, and mufflers. They say they're working on a new decimal limit and exactly what hours those rules would be in place. A second reading is scheduled for September 13th and typically an ordinance needs to go through three readings before being implemented. President Biden and the First Lady are set to spend a few days here in the Low Country. The town of Kiowa Island confirms the Bidens are set to vacation on the island. The White House says they're set to land in the Charleston area this afternoon. Visitors and residents are told to prepare for increased traffic and security measures while they are here. Lawyers for former disgraced Lowcountry attorney Alec Murdoch are requesting for a civil case against their client to be postponed until after his murder trial. Yeah, Murdoch is charged with the murders of his wife and son Maggie and Paul, whose bodies were found on their Colleton County property last June. The civil case is centered on a February 2019 incident where Paul was driving a boat owned by his parents while allegedly under the influence of alcohol. Reports say Paul crashed that boat into a bridge in Beaufort County killing teenager Mallory Beach. That lawsuit alleges Alec is liable for negligent entrustment and negligent supervision 
related to Paul operating the boat under the influence. Alex attorneys argue if the civil case were to continue while the criminal case is pending, it will substantially affect Alec Murdoch's rights to a fair trial and due process. His attorneys anticipate the murder trial will take place in January of next year. Berkeley County voters could see another question on their November ballots as the school district wants to improve its schools. As Ray Arena reports, the county says they want more than just property owners to help pay for the projects. Yesterday, the Berkeley County School Board voted unanimously to put a 1% sales tax question on the November ballot in order to fund school improvement projects. Board Chair David Barrow says if passed, the sales tax will bring an estimated 40 to $45 million each year for the district to build three new schools, renovate some current schools, and upgrade high school athletic facilities. In the past, the district has had to raise the millage or issue bonds to raise money needed for school improvements. But the board says they don't want property owners to keep footing the entire bill for that work. Barrow says the district's current budget keeps the district running, but doesn't include money for capital projects. It's a much easier way to get money rather than taxing property. This is like if somebody comes in from New Jersey going to Hilton Head and they buy a hamburger, then, you know, uh, they're going to contribute to the, to the capital projects. If the sales tax question passes in November, then the district says it will take effect in March and continue for the next seven years. Reporting in Monk's Corner, Ray Arena, Live 5 News. Three Charleston-based organizations have been selected to receive an $8.4 million grant funded by President Biden's American Rescue Plan. Yeah, the Charleston Chamber Foundation, the Educate, Empower, and Elevate Foundation, and Roper St. Francis Healthcare, they were selected from a pool of more than 500 applicants nationwide. Our Lauren Quinlan joins us now. And Lauren, you got a chance to speak with one of those organizations. What are they planning to do with the money? Officials with Roper St. Francis say they've received $1.3 million from the grant. The money will be used to get resources to provide job opportunities to marginalized communities regarding health care. Through a partnership with Charleston Metro Chamber of Commerce, the Good Jobs Challenge grant is being administered to these three employers. The Charleston Chamber Foundation, the Educate, Empower and Elevate Foundation and Roper St. Francis Healthcare. The overarching goal is to improve the health of the community and the people they serve. Dr. Michael Moxley with Roper St. Francis says there are additional factors that impact health. With Roper being one of the largest employers in the area, they can help with job security and equity alongside access to health care. Through the grant, the three organizations will develop the Low Country Careers Collaborative in Healthcare, which is an employer-led approach to offer pathways to higher-level careers. A few ways to accomplish this is by improving access to training for people of color and addressing barriers in the workforce. Being more inclusive in our uh, healthcare workforce will then enable more opportunities for our marginalized populations to share in the benefit of those uh, resolving those disparities. Moxley says they, the money they've received will go toward resources to provide more positions within their own system, but also programming and outreach to widen the employer pool to reach these marginalized communities. Over the next three years, these organizations will be taking on the challenge to better the healthcare community they serve. Reporting live, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I mentioned a big birthday for a world-famous superhero. It was on this date in 1962 that a major Marvel character made his very first appearance. I'm talking about 
Spider-Man, who debuted in issue number 15 of Amazing Fantasy. When that issue went on sale, it cost just 12 cents. Well, happy 60th, Spider-Man. And some other birthdays today include actor James Reynolds of Days of Our Lives, who turns 76. Actress Rosanna Arquette is 63. Actor Antonio Banderas is 62. And actor Lucas Till, who played MacGyver in the CBS reboot, is 32. Thanks again for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.